Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Top 5 Show. For the first time this series, I'm sat here in the studio, and it's beautiful outside. It's actually some light outside. It's the first time I've been walking to the show, and I've been thinking, oh, wow, I'm getting the sunset, you know? It's still out. It's been dark most of the time, but this is lovely. Summer is on the way, which is a reason to uh, hold our hands towards the sky and wait with bated breath for those lovely summer months. I am Johnny Holmes, and this is the Top 5 Show. We are here, and today we are doing the Top 5 Actors and Actresses, and I can't wait for it. So... Shall we just jump straight into it? We've, of course, got some guest mentions, as usual. We will be shouting out your picks, uh, but first, let's do a couple of mine, because why not indeed? So, my fifth place favourite, I'll do actor first and then actress, because that's how I've got it written down in front of me here, so why not stick with that? So... I've gone for a joint fifth place and I can hear groans around the world, or should I say around the local area of Leeds, because that's where I am. And that's where most of these listeners uh, or the listeners that are tuning in here, you guys are probably going to be based. This is my fifth place pick and I've gone for Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. And those of you who know quite a little bit about these two actors will know that they have starred together quite a few times, most notably in Sherlock and in the Hobbit trilogy. So that's kind of why I'm saying that I'm going to get away with a joint fifth place because they have starred together so many times. Let's have a look at Cumberbatch first of all. His best film Stroke shows, in my opinion, we've got Sherlock, which is absolutely fantastic. He plays, in my opinion, the uh, ultimate incarnation of Sherlock Holmes. We've also got Brexit, the Uncivil War, which many people might not have seen, but I really enjoyed that. He plays Dominic Cummings, and I think it's a fantastic insight into what went wrong. We could argue that it went right if you, uh, of course, were someone who voted Leave. I shall uh, hide my political opinions, however, I've probably already given them away. The Imitation Game as well, a fantastic look into how Alan Turing cracked the Enigma code in the World War, uh, World War II um, and, of course, the Marvel franchise and the Hobbit trilogy where he plays Doctor Strange and Smaug, respectively, and uh, does a fantastic job of it. Um, so, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, what more is there to say? Um, my favourite scene, and what I've tried to do with each uh, actor here and actress is uh, break down my favourite films of theirs and my favourite scenes that they are involved in. And for me in Sherlock when he snaps immediately in and out of character showing um, empathy and compassion and then switching straight back to the uh, hard-nosed Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he does it in series one episode three when interviewing a, a suspect's wife to lull her into a false sense of security and thus extract information and then as I say he snaps straight back into being the cold-hearted uh, at least on the surface the cold-hearted Sherlock Holmes. Let's have a look at Martin Freeman as well, who also stars in The Hobbit as the titular Hobbit, uh, Bilbo Baggins. He also is in The Office, that's the UK version. Uh, Sherlock, of course, as Dr. John Watson, uh, Bezzy Mate and Flat Mate and... Uh, all along just kind of a, a crew member. They have a great double act, great chemistry between them in Sherlock. He's also in The Nativity, uh, which I think there are three of those. I think there's three of those. My sister watches it at Christmas all the time, but I'm not sh too sure whether there's uh, two or three of them. You guys will know. Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is great fun, a great adaption of uh, Douglas Adams' absolutely classic sci-fi novel, and The World's End, which is uh, a 
um, a film with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, the final instalment of the Cornetto trilogy. Uh, his best scene is the first meeting. Spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen uh, Sherlock. The first meeting with the resurrected Sherlock Holmes in season three, episode one. He deals with those emotions. Fantastically brilliant stuff uh, from Martin Freeman. Absolutely wonderful. Um, so uh, he has a kind of awkward bumbling um, way about him in most of his characters and I just think that it's uh, it's great fun and you really do uh, you, you kind of you can't help but love his character he's a very lovable actor and uh, that's why I've gone with him and of course Benedict Cumberbatch in fifth place and in fifth place for my actresses Jodie Comer who is lighting up uh, the cinematic world at the moment sort of up and coming and one might say she has now had her come up she's uh, been in lots of stuff just recently uh, a breakthrough role in Killing Eve which I thoroughly enjoyed uh, where she's flitting between accents and characters. It's absolutely fantastic. The Last Jewel, which is a film I saw very recently from uh, Ridley Scott. She's absolutely fantastic in that. Dr. Foster, which is a BBC drama, which uh, I very much enjoyed. And uh, one of the only good things about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker was seeing her in it, if only for 10 seconds. That film was pretty damn atrocious. Um, and her best scene, whenever she's chilling out with Constantine in Killing Eve, I think they've got a great rapport. Really very much enjoyed that. If you haven't seen Killing Eve, I would thoroughly recommend it. She's a surefire bet for a future A-list star, I reckon. She's uh, already got a couple of big films under her belt and she's going places. Jodie Comer's career is gaining huge traction as she wows audiences with her abilities to flit in and out of various characters and accents while playing a single role, which is absolutely uh, distilled into perfection uh, when she is uh, playing in Killing Eve. Absolutely fantastic uh, is Jodie Comer in that one. Now let's have a look at my number four picks. Don't worry, you will get your guest mentions very soon, but for now we're going for number four, and uh, I have gone for, I was about to say somewhat controversially, but uh, I don't know if it is. Amongst Doctor Who fans, there are many debates who is the best Doctor Who actor, but my favourite, my Doctor, and my favourite actor from the series is Matt Smith, uh, who is, of course, as I mentioned there, the 11th Doctor. Uh, he is uh, perhaps most well-known for that, although these days he's also involved with The Crown, um, and I can't wait to see him in House of Dragon. He also had a small role on This Time with Alan Partridge, and I think it's always best to give Alan Partridge a mention whenever you're on the radio. Um, best scene is in his very first episode of Doctor Who when he warns the Atraxi. He says, don't you know who I am? I'm the Doctor, so you better run, and it calms any doubts that one might have had that Smith was absolutely the right man to follow David Tennant as the Doctor. What an act to follow, and boy, did he do it brilliantly. Uh, he's my Doctor, and he brings a bubbly energy and personality to every role he plays. He also loves Oasis and is mates with Noel Gallagher, which of course uh, helps when uh, I'm putting together the top fives list, which I am. And he's on it, number four, Matt Smith. So, my fourth favourite actress is someone who has got a lot of respect these days. She kind of came out of nowhere. She was a comic actress, uh, best known for Peep Show, and then, boom, she's suddenly one of the most uh, coveted stars in the business. Olivia Colman, uh, who, uh, of course, as I mentioned, Peep Show, but now The Crown, uh, 
Broadchurch, Hot Fuzz, Fleabag, and a funny little film we watched the other day called The Lost Daughter, which confused the hell out of me, but uh, Olivia Colman was absolutely brilliant in it. And of course, these are not the only uh, things that these actresses and actors have been in, but these are just the ones that I have seen and that I enjoyed them in. Um, she is well on her way, I would say, and a top bet for becoming a national treasure. Oscar-winning Olivia Colman has gone from being a warm and motherly... Do you get that kind of motherly vibe from Olivia Colman? Because I definitely do. Um, a motherly comic actress to one of the most respected actresses in the game. She's been absolutely brilliant. And I first saw her in Peep Show, where she, um, of course, stars opposite David Mitchell. Uh, what a TV programme that was. And I just hear it referenced all the time uh, in my everyday life in uni, especially over Christmas. References to the turkey scene, of course. Who could forget that? Olivia Coleman, absolutely fantastic. And uh, possibly very fresh in my mind, because I only watched that um, uh, The Lost Daughter the other day. But uh, all, as confusing as it was, uh, she was absolutely brilliant in it. Let's do some guest mentions. Now, I must say I've got to be very careful with what I read out here because uh, when I asked uh, a lot of people, I was very drunk and they were very drunk and let's just say a lot of it boiled down to the attractiveness of the uh, when talking about the opposite gender um, when talking about actors and actresses so I'll try and read out only the bits that uh, really talk about the, uh, the true acting content uh, of the actors and actresses that we are going to be talking about. So, first of all, we've got Leah who is uh, always getting involved in the show, uh, although she never actually appears on it. Um, actresses, she's got number five, Emma Stone. Number four, Viola Davis. Number three, Florence Pugh. Number two, Meryl Streep. And number one, Helena Bonham Carter. For actors, she's got number five, Pedro Pascal. Number four, Johnny Depp. Number three, Timothy Chalamet, um, who I believe she fancies very much. Number two, she's put Benedict Cucumber. I think you know what you mean. Uh, I know what you mean, Leah. And number one, Leonardo Decapitated. Once again, uh, I'm pretty sure I know who you mean. Uh, Louise says Jennifer Aniston because she's an absolute MILF. I think I can say that. Um, Freddie says Sam Rockwell, who is funny and serious. Great in Jojo Rabbit, Three Billboards, Seven Psychopaths and more. Top class, he says. And he's also gone for Helena Bonham Carter as his number one. So versatile from Crazy Bellatrix in Harry Potter to a princess in the crown. And she never disappoints. Uh, Mel Holder goes for Tom Hard Hardy or Leonardo DiCaprio. And Reeves Holder goes for Margot Robbie. Jed goes for Will Smith and Ice Cube. India says David Tennant, one of the best actors ever, but a wide range and diverse career on stage and theatre as well as TV and film. A lovely, wholesome man uh, as well, on and off the screen. Uh, she's gone for Florence Pugh as her favourite actress because she's a role model for young actresses and also she's in the Marvel franchise now. She's progressed into a new career and she's absolutely huge. Uh, Leah, with a H, has gone for Tom Holland and Zendaya. That couple goals vibe, we love to see it. Adam's gone for for Eddie Redmayne. He's loved every performance from him, especially as Stephen Hawking in The Theory of Everything. Um, he's also gone for Margot Robbie, as she is the best Harley Quinn to date and was amazing in Wolf of Wall Street. Aaron goes for Matthew McConaughey, gives it, it all, gives it his all, sorry, in every film he appears in. All right, all right, all right. And Helena Bonham Carter for amazing, her amazing range. As many people have pointed out, Helena Bonham Carter doing very, very well with your guest mentions. Let's see if she appears in my list. Lucy goes for Hugh Grant because he's fit um, 
And Benji goes for Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. You are only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Thank you. I'm here all, here all week. Um, Kenny goes for Cuba Gooding Jr. or Donnie Jepp, just for the variation of the roles they have played. Um, and he's also gone for Angelina Jolie, mainly because she's very good looking, but also she thinks uh, he thinks she's a fantastic actress as well. And Reese goes for Ryan Reynolds. Now it's song time, ladies and gentlemen. And I was amazed to find that on this show I haven't actually yet played any David Bowie and I'm a massive Bowie fan so uh, when we're talking about actors and actresses, uh, David Bowie's also had quite a distinguished career in film and this is a song from one of those films. This is As the World Falls Down from Labyrinth, a beautiful scene if you've seen it um, where he dances um, and appears at the top looking very majestic of the staircase and walks down into this kind of masquerade ball. Let me play the song and if you haven't seen labyrinth check it out if only for this scene because it's brilliant it's thought-provoking and it's masterful it's beautiful this is as the world falls down by the legendary the wonderful david bowie brilliant brilliant david bowie with as the world falls down from labyrinth as i say if you haven't checked that one out please do so absolute childhood classic let's carry on with our top five lists then we're into the podium places for both actors and actors Actresses. This is my third favourite actor, and it is the one and only Charles Dance, who, in my opinion, holds the greatest presence of any actor that I can think of. Uh, my favourite films and shows for him was that cameo episode in Merlin. If you know, you know. Charles Dance plays the Witchfinder, and he's absolutely fantastic, steals the show, one of the best episodes uh, of the whole series. He's also fantastic as Tywin Lannister, the tyrant in Game of Thrones, of course, head of Clan Lannister. Uh, he's also in Goldeneye, quite a few James Bond films, actually. Kingsman and Dracula Untold, as well as many, many others. His best scene, in my opinion, uh, were the ones with Ira in Game of Thrones. Aya, Ira, Arya, everyone pronounces it differently. I'm not 100% sure how is the right way. But uh, in Game of Thrones, when uh, he's not 100% sure who she is, but he has a little idea and you don't really know if he recognises her or not, and she's trying to avoid detection but still talk to him, fantastic. Uh, he's absolutely brilliant in Game of Thrones and also, as I say, in Merlin as well. As I say, what a presence he has. The way he holds a room, I find it so fascinating. I find it so impressive. And that commanding voice of Charles Dance, absolutely fantastic. He is my third favourite actor, and very much an actor. And that's how it would be said if it was Charles Dunn's we're talking about. A true thespian, uh, might I say, as well. And in third place for my favourite actresses, there's a bit of a Doctor Who theme going on here. It's Karen Gillan. Yes, if Matt Smith was my doctor, then Amy Pond was my companion. She was brilliant in Doctor Who, but she's also now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, Jumanji, uh, and the Avengers. Jumanji, of course, is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Although I'm sure he could do it. Doctor Strange could uh, absolutely smash that thing into the multiverse. And there you've got Dwayne the, wrong, the, the Rock Johnson appearing alongside the Avengers. I'm sure it could happen. Um, if they can put all three Spider-Men together, I'm sure they could do that. Uh, best scene, in my opinion. Oh, what an emotional one it is as well. Raggedy Man Goodnight. This is from Matt Smith's final episode of Doctor Who. Very emotional for me, as he was my favourite Doctor. And I'm not afraid to say that the tears were falling. As the Doctor, re regeneration inbound, moments away, he hears footsteps behind him, turns to see Amy Pond at the top of the stairs for one last tearful goodbye. It may have been a figment of his imagination, but it still counts, and it's still absolutely 
beautiful. Uh, she's doing it for the gingers, which of course we love to see. Karen Gillan has shown brilliant range as an actress these days, being able to play cheeky and fierce characters, but also show signs of desperation and heartbreak in her acting. Absolutely wonderful. Karen Gillan is my third favourite actress in the world. Bit of Jeremy Clarkson in there. You can't go wrong with that. So, let's move on, shall we, to my number two pick. And he was mentioned before, it's Michael Caine. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off from, uh, of course, The Muppets Christmas Carol, which is my favourite Christmas film. Uh, King of Thieves, Escape to Victory, Italian Job and Get Carter. What's his best scene? Well, I mean, come on, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I've done the impression twice now. And how do I talk about Michael Caine? Well, I'm going to let Michael Caine talk for himself. This is Michael Caine doing Michael Caine. Sitting there and listening to your talk, because, it, I mean, yours is, is the most impersonated voice in, in the business, isn't it? Oh, yeah, everyone Everybody does. Does. I, I can do it. Can you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very people know that. <laughs> I sound like this bloody moron. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, my name's Michael Caine. <laughs> so she, she can't really, you know. You know where they've got me now? On, on a, on a. <laughs> they have me on the c birthday cards, you know. Yes, when you're job. It's your birthday today. Not very people know that. <laughs> What a legend. Michael Caine, you just can't go wrong, can you? Uh, I thought I'd let that speak for, uh, for Michael because he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, he's fantastic uh, in The Italian Job and Get Carter, but also more recently, he's just such an array of roles and what an iconic accent and what an iconic presence. Michael Caine, absolutely brilliant. Uh, in second place, uh, I've gone for... This is for my uh, actresses now. Second place, I've gone for... Amelia Clark, uh, who is fantastic as well. You might be able to tell that I'm quite into a very select few shows. Game of Thrones is, of course, one of them, and I think she's fantastic as Daenerys. Uh, she's also in Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Terminator Genesis, which isn't one of the strongest ones. However, I think she's uh, very good in it. Her best scene has got to be the Misa scene from Game of Thrones, where she's lifted uh, into the air, and uh, the people kind of bow down to her uh, as uh, the mother, the queen, the Misa. Uh, a gorgeous, bubbly and fierce personality when required. Amelia Clark has grown into one of the hottest prospects in the cinematic world since starring brilliantly as Daenerys in Game of Thrones. There you go. Those are my second place picks, Michael Caine and Amelia Clark. So, shall we do some of your guest mentions before we move on to number one? I think that would be a brilliant thing to do. So, guest mentions time. Uh, Brando, Brandon has gone for Leonardo DiCaprio and Sandra Bullock. I'm sure he does go as Brando. Um, Matt goes for Johnny Depp, who he describes as a god, and Emma Stone as well. Uh, ben has gone for Ryan Reynolds. Kyle has gone for Adam Sandler, because he's funny, and Jennifer Aniston, because she's funny. Doco has gone for Leonardo DiCaprio, because he's brilliant in Wolf of Wall Street, and Margot Robbie, because she's brilliant in Wolf of Wall Street. Great symmetry there. Jazzy's gone for Jim Carrey, because he can play every role, lots of characters, and fantastic facial expressions. That's absolutely true. Um, and actress, she's gone for Jennifer Lawrence, because she plays emotional roles, and is a very intellectual person. Fantastic in all the Hunger Games films. Um... 
Jenna, who studied performance art at college, so she might know something about this, uh, studied, he, uh, says uh, Heath Ledger, um, who's brilliant in Brokeback Mountain and amazing, of course, as the Joker. His method acting is inspiring and possibly cost him his life as he dealt with addiction uh, and the fame perhaps got to him. And she's gone for Helena Bonham Carter, who's been mentioned quite a bit on this list. An amazing film career. Fight Club is one of her favourite films. Fantastic range and works with the dark nature of the Tim Burton films, who I believe, is she married today? Is she with Tim Burton? I'm pretty sure she's married to Tim Burton. Uh, I could be wrong in saying that, but uh, I do believe uh, she is. Um, so Millie's gone for Jodie Comer, who's great in Killing Eve, um, and a lot of it maybe down to Phoebe Rollerbridge, but her character is fantastic and shows amazing range. She used to like Jared Leto because of his band, and she fancied him, but uh, he's gone a bit pretentious now, and she's not a fan anymore, and she's now leaning towards Bradley Cooper as her favourite actor. Jim's gone for Tom Hanks is the best of all time um, from uh, Saving Private Ryan, of course, one of his great films, but also Captain Phillips is a fantastic one with Tom Hanks. Of course, uh, lends his voice to Toy Story as well. Mel Cam has gone for Andrew Scott, not only on Fleabag, uh, but has one of the great Hamlet performances, and she's gone for Florence Pugh as her favourite actress, and Alex has gone for Bendit Cumberbatch and Natalie Portman. Thank you, everybody, for your brilliant, as usual, guest mentions. And now we move on to my number one picks. This is what we've all been building up to. This is it. So in first place, we have Alan Rickman, my favourite actor of all time. Of course, from Harry Potter, Die Hard, Robin Hood, Prince of Themes, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and many more. And one of my favourite scenes in cinematic history. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. I do like them a lot, but I thought that Rickman's acting in the always flashback scene in the Deathly Hallows uh, as he cradles Lily Potter's dead body. Oh, and he's crying he's weeping it's absolutely emotional heart-wrenching where he reveals to harry uh, through his tears he's uh, spoiler alert by this point stape has uh, passed away and it's just beautiful to watch and fantastic acting he's got that deep that rich that booming voice that comes through cuts through the screen he's absolutely fantastic Alan Rickman, everybody, is my number one favourite actor. And somebody who has been mentioned all throughout your guest mentions, deservedly number one and a very popular pick as well. It's nice when people agree with you, isn't it? Number one, it's Helena Bonham Carter, um, who is fantastic in Harry Potter, The Crown, The King's Speech, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, and Fight Club. Oh, she's fantastic. And as people have mentioned throughout uh, the guest mention section, she has a fantastic acting range. She can play, it seems, pretty much any part um, because she's she can go from a insane mass murderer as Bellatrix in Harry Potter to a delicate yet somewhat feisty princess uh, in The Crown. Bonham Carter can truly play any role and she does it uh, to an incredible standard and uh, to this day she's still, she's still going she's still going very very strong and uh, long may it continue. My number one picks ladies and gentlemen I've gone for number one actor Alan Rickman, number one actress, Helena Bonham Carter. And that would probably make you think that I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. 
well, I'm a big fan of the acting, let's say. Um, maybe not the main three characters, but certainly the uh, the side characters. Um, it's incredible that uh, neither of those won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor or Actress. Um, Helena Bonham Carter and Alan Rickman. Thank you once again to all the guest mentions. We will return with the Top 5 show same time next week. It's going to carry on. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep getting better. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Top 5 show. <laughs>